Hi, and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang, and you're listening to the TL Podcast, where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. I swear, I swear. I swear. I did it. I promise. I swear. You two goons, you two geese just telling me. You didn't even tell me I was on the wrong page. You freaking, yeah. Right. It wasn't stitch up. I'm pretty sure what he just did there is going to come up as a lie later on. I swear, I did. I promise. I did. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, yeah. uh, listen, uh, uh, just to start again, uh, this week, uh, my my wine and, 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 and Chris's wine did not matter. The two most important wine was uh, Cam and Lou. And so, Cam, it's your turn to present your beautiful wine. And tell us the story again for the sixth time. Come on. Come on, Cam. We're six minutes in already. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit rusty. We have another podcast. Precise to you. Precise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Like a pit stop at the Formula One. <laughs> you want to work in a Formula One? <laughs> so, so, so you did. You, you mentioned you mentioned that you either were going to buy a, a, a cheap bike. Yes. So yeah. here's the thing. This week's a stitch up. Lou and I have to compete. I've just spilled stuff all over my pool table. Thanks for coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it wasn't that $1,000 bottle. I believe you, Luang. So anyway, whoever loses out of me and Lou this week has to buy everyone else a bottle. So being in the money mindset, which we are all now, life's tough and interest rates, that's why Chris can't afford electricity. <laughs> and Lou can't afford lights by the look of it because she's sitting in a cave. Um I had a choice to make. Now, my wife and I give each other an allowance every week, and that's all we're allowed to spend on our own rubbish. It's nothing to do with the family. It's our allowance. So okay. the decision had to be made. Do I go cheap and save some of my allowance? Because I'm probably going to lose anyway, because these guys are prone to cheating. <laughs> oh, lying destroys the liar, Cam, just quietly. Hey, listen, Lou, and riddle me this. Have you ever seen the results? TL gets on here every week and go, you won, you lost, you won. And finally enough, finally enough, I've never seen the results. Chris, have you ever yeah. seen the results? That is a, that is a, that is a Chris, point. Have but you ever anyway, seen the results? Cam, I'm dying of thirst here. Get on Chris with it. Chris has never seen the results. And, and <laughs> okay, it's only if you want. TL wins every week. So anyway, I spend every single dollar I am allowed to spend for the week, which means I can't buy a chocolate, a beer, a coffee or anything. You don't need chocolate, mate. To get a uh, 2016 Art Series Chardonnay from Lewin Estate, the Margaret River. $1,000 a bottle. Now, 2000, well, in a restaurant probably. In 2016 means at seven years and being a Chardonnay, this is probably the last year. It's getting close to being overboard. But so, so do you not just automatically lose because you failed to meet the brief? How do you know That's how much it It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about the, there the was no brief. criteria was 10 years or older. Was no, it read not? the messages again, Lou. 
said, you can do whatever you want. Your criteria was 10 years. You tried to make it that. And I know you tried to make it that because you already had a bottle. You're like, oh, but this year old bottle to make it impossible for everybody else. Criteria was that. TL wrote three times whatever you want. You just chose not to read or to listen. Anyway, so the... So the anyway, the art what? series, quite world-renowned, 2016. It is a Chardonnay. Yeah. And if it doesn't win, I can't be responsible for where the computer ends up. So... <laughs> <laughs> the computer. <laughs> well, listen, there's also a third option, which is you spend all the money on the bottle and still lose. That That is, that is the third option. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't win, which... Again, we won't see the results until you will probably yeah, win. No, no, no. I, listen, I, I'm very mm -hmm. honest. So you will know the uh, the score. There's no problem. Honestly oh, speaking. No. Honestly speaking. I'm very yeah. honest. Yeah, to oh, be no, honest with you, you will know the score. <laughs> I, swear, I, I, swear. I swear on my life. Yeah, scare Tonic. Scare Tonic. Seriously, I'll tell the truth. I swear I can't The scouts have never been caught lying. So anyway, I should win. I stuck to my brief, which I only got yesterday, Cam, just so you know. So this is a 2013 Shiraz from the Amri Vineyard. So it was planted in the last decade of the 19th century by two brothers, Herbert and Frederick. On the centenary of that vineyard in 1992, they, to celebrate that, the grandson who is now in control of the um, winery planted the, planted the cuttings off the original vines to celebrate and off he goes again who won who won come on thomas what what was right. the uh, the last person for this week was, was chris yes right. chris he barely made it to 3.5 and, and we know 3.5 there's no way you'll win okay d my bottle scored 4.1 average, apparently. I, I 4.1. Gam scored 4.4 with his wow. star bottle. And Lou, because you're a nice person, <laughs> you scored 4.0. Yeah! Gam walks away with the title. You can, you can keep your computer. He's happy. He's, he's happy. He's second last. Yeah. Oh, I just held up. Oh, I just held off opening it because I'm like, if this doesn't win, I'm taking it back. <laughs> oh my! How much was it? How much was it? Just out of curiosity. Hundred dollars. Okay, it's not too bad then for 2016. Top, top score, 4.4, 4, top score. Good one. Good job. And I put, Good down, job. I put down a 4.3 to get it. I had a red in my hand that was a 4.3, and I went, I'll just check that, and it was a 4.4. Well, I hate to tell you, I only needed a 4.1 to beat Lou today, but anyway. <laughs> I could <have> 60 <laughs> <laughs> well, And you I almost beat up. Chocolate. Right. Anyway, anyway, cheers. Let's drink. Cheers, yeah. cheers, guys. Let's get into today. Stop it. <laughs> oh God. Oh, nice. Very good. We going straight to topic. Or are we going to do a bit of news? 
No, we don't have the news. We uh, we wasted time. <clears throat> Let's get into topic. Okay, so very big topic. I'm sure you've all been oh, racking your geez. brain around this one. <laughs> Um, but the topic this week, um, which is something that we've all just been doing a little bit of work on with our recent conference in New Zealand, but lying ends up destroying the liar is our topic today. Um, big one, big, big one. And I'd, and I'd be surprised if we had anybody on either side. I, I would imagine we're all thinking the same thing today. So it'd be interesting. Okay. Well, Chris, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I've got more of a question than a statement, though. Well, yeah. I, I, and I'm thinking about this, and you, in the finality of the question, saying it, the lion destroys the liar. What happens if, and I don't know if this is true, can liars be absolutely oblivious to the fact that they are actually lying? Yeah. So we've got pathological lies. Can they absolutely believe that the lies they are saying are true? Yeah. If mm. that's the case, only in that circumstance will the lies never destroy the lie because they are not aware of it. They're actually not aware that they're lying. I think mm -hmm. on every other case, it, it it's true. And um, I was thinking about it uh, today about, you know, how does it work? When we talk about construction or a tree or the strength of something, we talk about its integrity, right? And when the integrity of a person is you know the strength in that person and I, I i sort of liken it to an axe hitting a tree you don't know what blow is going to cut the tree down but every single one counts and i think it's the same with people who lie that actually know that they're lying is they're going to get to a point i actually think that it will destroy them in some way whether it's you know through sickness or through mental health or their, their lives in general and those around them, destroying those around them. But I think that we'll get to a point where it will destroy the person if they are aware of the fact that they are lying. Jesus mm. Christ, the long answer. Well, let, let's start first with the, uh, the the definition, right? Definition of a lie is when you say something that you know is not true, okay? And to go further into our definition of lies, I think it should be winding to things like when someone tells you A, B, and C, and you choose to delete C because C does not fit your agenda or it does not suit your story, and you only say A and B, that is omitting part of it. That can be construed as a lie. The other bit is also exaggeration or distortion. You know, I... I caught a fish that is this big, but really nobody saw me do it. Therefore, I bought a fish. I caught a fish this big. That's mm. a distinction. It's also a lie. Mm -hmm. Addition is also a lie, right? So when someone tells you A, B, C, but you go A, B, C, and D because D also fits your agenda or it's going to serve you, that is also a lie. And the last part is the, the uh, what is it? Justification. All right, so we that's when we say it, but then we go very quickly into explaining why we say certain things, and in in there we um, we give a totally different spin to the story. So that also is okay. So so let's have that now as a definition, and we can start about it. Mm -hmm. um, so the definition of the sorry. What's the, def the second part of it is it destroys you. So what's the definition of destruction? What are we going to use for that? Distortion. 
No, destruction. Destruction. The, the topic is lying will destroy the liar. So we've defined what a liar is. What are we classing as destruction? Well, well I think there's many things. Many, many things is, can be destruction. I think over time, the longer a lie is carried and a long, the longer it... it I, I guess the thing is, is when you lie in one area of your life, you start to lie in a lot of other areas of your life. And so over time, the longer you carry something that's not true... Um, it, it leaks out in other areas and it can be health, it can be mental health, it can be integrity, it can be self-worth, it can be self, um, yeah, like I, many things. Yeah, I, I think that this is where our discussion is over the next 45 minutes because you may go that direction, Lou, and Ken may go in a different direction, all right? So yeah. let's um, let's get on to... Been, it would have been 50 minutes, Lou, except Mr. Precision couldn't get his... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he swears it was one and was <laughs> it, I swear. <laughs> I still I still swear it was one in wisdom. Honestly. Distortion, deletion, addition. How big was the fish, Thomas? How big was the fish? This big. <laughs> no, mm. serious people should not touch my computer or the my my <laughs> I think blame is blame is blame one of the uh, stress responses to being caught. No, 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 no. <laughs> the truth is that I stuffed up. The blame is not the blame is pointing a finger. That's all. All right. So let, let's have a look. We have two types of lying. Obviously, lying to others and lying to ourselves. And mm -hmm. uh, in both cases, I think the the lie get end up being destroyed. I, I think that that's a, the, the discussion. To uh, for me, if I could answer. Chris's question, which is, can lie be oblivious to their lies? Sometimes uh, they will be oblivious, but quite often they also know that they're doing it. They, okay. This is the bit, right? So the, when you first start telling the lie, you know it's a lie, but then you, you tell a second person, then you tell a third person, you know, and, and, and a lot of people who are, especially in America, the richer you are, the, 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 the poorer your story at the start of your life should be. So they tell the story, a person believes it, they, they retell mm -hmm. the story, and after three, four years, they actually believe that this is the story of how they should start, have started their life. And so mm -hmm. now they really believe in it. It's like everything. Mm -hmm. the, the more you repeat, the more you'd want to, to, to believe it. Uh, mm -hmm. But in the beginning, you don't necessarily believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think we've got to, I think a lot of people, maybe some people listening, everyone lies every day. And it could be mm -hmm. in passing, a simple question, you know, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fantastic. And you're not so good. So every, we've got to, you know, acknowledge that everyone lies every day, whether than to themselves or to others. And mm -hmm. generally speaking, they're harmless, you know, in general societal lies. It, it's, I was looking into it and the same, there's a, the body releases a hormone um, for stress called uh, uh, cortisol. 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 You looked into it so well. Just because you didn't do any research, don't pick on me. So, and, and that suppresses your immune system. And it gets to a point where uh, that immune system obviously is going to, you know, destroy your health. 
the mm. lack of that immune system. So destroying the continually lying physically is going to destroy you. Forget about the mental or the social aspect, physically. So I don't know, causing cancer, I couldn't find anything if there's a direct link. Um, I didn't get enough time, but... Um, no, but hold on. How, how can I lie if you, if you want to truly believe it? How can a lie really create cortisol? As we just said, the majority of people know they're lying. Majority of the time. I think those who don't realize they're lying is the minority. If we're talking the majority, I think the majority of people know when they're lying. Whether it's a salesperson or someone to a spouse or whatever it may be, I think the majority of people know when they're actually lying. But the other factor is the more you lie, the less effect it has on you. Even though you still you still may know you're lying, your body gets used to that stress level. Mm. Like, uh, I suppose, a fighter pilot, when they first go up in a plane, their stress level will be huge. At the end of it, they're probably very, very calm up there. Okay, we've we, we got a few more minutes here. So let, let, let's have a look at uh, when is a lie harmless? The size of the fishy cord. Look, when it's a, and I, I couldn't find another word for it, but you're telling the kids oh, Santa's, oh. you know, Santa's coming and the Easter bunny and all that sort of stuff. Jesus Christ, man. Just, Jesus. Just, I didn't say it. I didn't say it was a lie. What are you and, doing? Uh, <laughs> and, um, Fine, minus 16. The other one, as I said earlier, was, you know, how you're feeling and so forth. Mm. I, think, I think those ones, you know, I think they're acceptable. Mm. Right? Mm. I personally are... believe that a, a lie is harmless if it is going to induce a positive emotion or feelings in the other person, and it mm. is not going to destroy anything else. It makes me actually uh, think that Sorry, oh, sorry, Thomas, you can't. No, 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 you go, you go. I was just going to say, it actually made me think back and I was trying to really remember a, a situation when it was that the lie was harmless because it was actually Serena Williams' coach and his name escapes me right now. But uh, Patrick Moratoglu. That's him. So after she injured herself, she to play and she wasn't playing fantastic. And long story short, what he said to her in the break was, you have the best backhand or, or whatever it is. I can't remember the exact serve. The, so she took that turn. on board. With, yeah. So she took that yeah. on board with 100% belief. And um, she, in, in the end, turned around. And because she was told that she believed that, but the actual truth was she wasn't. She didn't have the best backhand or whatever it was in, in the game right then. But because somebody that she respected told her that and said, this is what the computer tells me, she believed that and she took that on. Um, and so in that instance, I, I suppose a lie can be harmless. Yeah. Um, but but what, if, what if she then was told by Patrick Moratoglu or saw the video or saw the film and then realized the bastard, he lied to me. Now, is that harmless or any of his advice now is going to be second guessed by Serena? Mm, We're all parents, right? <clears throat> yes. Isn't the biggest lie in life when we tell our kids you can be anything you want to be? That's not a lie because anything is anything. Anything you want to be. So, and you can cover that. So, if the kid can't get there, he the kid didn't want it bad enough. Seven foot tall uh, basketball player can be a jockey. We know that can't happen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We, 
But there obviously are there are restraints in that sort of statement. Um, We've but, talked yeah. about that before on a podcast. Telling the kid they can be any, absolutely anything they want to be. We've we've all said. So if we're now going to go back on our word, do we now not think that's crap? Because we've all on the record here of saying that's crap previously. I think we've all back up that statement with as long as you put the work in to achieve that, whatever you want to be. Yeah, I think exactly. we've all we've all you know agreed statement we follow that up with, right? So, yeah. but but you are right in that sort of saying, Cam. We do we do try and instill that belief into our children. I think it was Einstein's mum who was told by his teachers that the kid's an idiot. And she turned around to the kid and said, you, the teachers tell me you're really smart. <laughs> he changed the world with his mind. It, it, yeah. it was, yeah, I don't think it was Einstein. I think it was Thomas Edison. So oh, know, okay. In the videos, TL, that you've been, you've been, we've been watching lately with Jordan Peterson, and his, to summarise it quickly or, or broadly, is that it, it doesn't matter the lie. The minute that you start, whether it's the or, or anything, it starts to form a pathology in your brain, a, a neural connection that leads you down that path, yes? So if he's correct in that, no matter how small it starts, then none of them are harmless, yes? Maybe to other people, but to yourself. If it's starting to form a neural pathway, okay, I've just got away with lying about how big the fish... Listen, I've lied about just about every try I've ever scored in rugby league. They're always longer, faster, and beat more people. Look at me, I'm an athlete, right? But if Gordon Peterson is correct, and I know I made a very basic summary of what he's saying, if, if, if any thought of an untruth is starting to form a pathology or a muscle memory or a, a neural connection in our brain towards that, then no lie can be harmless. Might be harmless to the person you're telling it to, but then it isn't for you. I think I think that also that with Cam is more so to that you tend towards that fact if you know you can get away with that lie. You so you send you build those pathways in your mind to to go towards that um, escape route. No, but he's so saying that the minute you do it, the minute you think that way, and he uses the example of uh, lying in a test or doing an exam to to get to what a teacher needs. You have trained yourself in an untruth uh, down the line. So, no, but, but Cam, you're talking about self-deception. It's very different. <clears throat> so if yeah. Patrick Muratoglu told Serena, your serve, I mean, whenever you go to the net, your volley is just so many percentage win, and that's where it stopped. I think he may have created something positive in her now where she believes, all right? And so as long as... What about the effect on him? Sorry? What about the effect on him and what other... There's no effect on him because that information is about what he, what it did for her, right? Mm. The only effect on in, in him is that he's probably going to reason it by saying, I didn't even do it for my own gain. I, I did it to help someone. Just as much as when my brother had leukemia and I went back to Belgium, I sat down with some people with whom after five minutes of discussion, I could see you have got a, a program that is negative. It's going to be very hard for you to get out. But I couldn't say that. These people are in the cubicle fighting for their life. Mm. And, and so this is where you have to balance. Is this, tell, am I going to tell them the truth or am I going to tell them something that I know may not be necessarily true, but 
if it can give them that one iota of belief to fight to live, why not? And so uh, in this respect, we can't just categorically say that lies are bad. But now let's go into why it does destroy a lie. And, and, and I want to start with this so that it gives you a cue. I, I believe that in the end, not, not only because the, a lie would destroy a lot of things. When, when I catch someone lying to me, I know straight away, I can't believe anything else that you're going to tell me from Iran. But I believe that for a person who self-deceived themselves or lie, there is no chance for inner peace. Yeah. Yeah. Is no longer inner peace because you now, first of all, <laughs> I always say this, the first person you lie to, whoever you lie to, the first person is yourself. Because you know that was not yes. the truth. Yes. Therefore, it's you already disrupted that inner peace. It, it's not congruent with the right person because the, the person we are is we, we, we try not to we, we try to live with neutral uh, uh, <laughs> emotion uh, between lying and telling the truth. You know what? Hmm. But then it starts also to take effort from you. I tell a lie. I have to remember the lie. To undo the lie, I have to spend now twice the amount of energy to undo it, all right, and to understand it. And, and so, therefore, by lying, I'm starting to invest more and more energy into the lie. And at some stage, to keep that lie going, I have to invest even more. At some stage, it is unbearable. At some stage, I'm going to stuff up somewhere. And now mm. it's like a house of cards. It starts to crumble. Mm. Mm -hmm. I suggest and completely underestimate our, all our audience and anyone we're talking to. So send all your hate mail to Louise at winewasn'tasgoodascams.com.au. Um, you talk about inner peace, Thomas, and I think the layman, most of, most people, that's such a, one, a, a very spiritual term, but two, such a... System distant uh, achievement or one that most people aren't even looking for that I don't even know if saying lying will give you, won't, you won't be able to have inner peace will have any effect on the majority of the population. If you said lying will lose you Instagram followers or lying will lose you Facebook followers or lying will turn your hair grey, age you 100 years in five and destroy your liver, your lungs and everything about mm -hmm. you, then maybe... But I, People start to pay attention, but but to start but it in peace, you know, we're, we're superficial beings, right? So the effect of lying at the moment, the super, the most superficial, you get caught lying, you're in the, you're in trouble somewhere, somewhere. You get caught. The ongoing effect, physiologically, is it it enacts stress, and you talked about the effort it takes to maintain them. That's a lot of stress, right? That's a lot of stress, the effort to maintain a lie, remember a lie or, and, and all that. I mean, we should lose weight, really. You should lose weight, not put it on because the amount of effort, you should be burning more calories. But um, I think uh, inner peace is a distant, distant uh, goal. No, I, I don't I, think, I, I, I'm sorry, sorry, Luke. I was just gonna say, I, I totally disagree with what you're saying there, Cam, in terms of not- In a while, welcome back. Yeah. back. Thank Let's you. Let's go. Let's Thank go. You. But look, I think in totally in line with what Thomas is saying and what Chris said as well, 
we say sometimes little what we would call a white light yeah your hair looks good today you're saying that to be nice there's the small things and then there's the big things where you delete distort or or exaggerate or you know what thomas was saying earlier when you know that you are willingly disregarding the facts or the truth to arrive at a conclusion that you know is harmful or wrong or, or going to hurt somebody that's a big lie but at the end at the very core of who we are whether we're doing a big one or a small one we know in ourselves that we're we're not doing the right thing and personal integrity is so necessary for human beings to move forward with personal progress and ultimately what are we all looking for is happiness at the end of the day but psychologists show and psychology shows that if you if you don't have personal integrity you will not progress to personal progress in life therefore the gap between who you show yourself to others and how you feel inside widens you know because you be little or big you you're not being authentic and i'm not going to disagree with you lou that wasn't the point what i'm saying is if we're trying to uh talk about the real reason you shouldn't do it is because you'll never find inner peace. That's going to be so far, it's too many layers. There's so many layers between where most mm. people are and even thinking about inner peace that I'm not going to disagree with yeah. anything you just yeah. said. We know it to be true, but we've also been lucky enough or privileged enough to be in a situation where we've had our eyes open to this stuff more often. Yeah. Let, let, let's do it this way. When I talk about the inner peace, I'm talking about when you feel a sense of inner peace, there is an absence of guilt, there's an absence of anxiety, there's an absence of fear, fear of being found out, fear, whatever it is, there's an absence of negative feelings. There's, there's no, no simmering feeling of frustration or negative emotions. That's probably inner peace. Okay, so let's put it this way so to make it easy for people. But to yeah. go you can rest. You can at least rest. You can rest. At the end of the day, you can rest. Conscience, clear conscience. Yeah. So, so, so the I think that the layman will understand that now. The 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 thing that I really would like to talk about the uh, social media, and, and I think that you you touch it pretty well. Social media has made it very easy for people to lie these days. Okay, mm -hmm. we've seen a number of people who got thousands of followers and show like themselves in a nice bikinis in nice hotels, and then they go back to a little caravan they somewhere in the in the back of a wood. It actually also social media has also trained people in the art of lying. It's how many of us, I mean, how many of us take a picture of ourselves and then maybe if we Photoshop and or we and we get to that level, you know, at, at the beginning and in the beginning, we might just yeah, put put a picture like this. Someone tells us, wait, it didn't look really good, you should do this, and then they start doing this. If these ads are real and I won't have anything said against it. And and I so, tried Photoshop, I look like a transvestite, so I won't do that again. So. And, and, I, and I think that social media, in the end, weakens people into adopting lying. The, mm -hmm. the problem with social media is, you're right, you, people don't see what's on the cutting room floor. They only show the highlights. And it comes down to mm -hmm. what you're saying before about one of the big parts of lying is deletion. They're deleting that crappy part of their life and only showing that action. And then even a lot, some of it, as you said, is not even real part of their life. They've hired the car, they've hired the penthouse, to, you know, and so forth. And, and yes. we've seen, we have seen, how, how many people have we seen committing suicide at some stage? And yet they had so many followers, they had such a great life. How many people get into drugs, prostitution, and all these things 
in order to have the money to keep that image going. I mean, people do a lot of silly things. And, and, and I think that this is where lies take you. Ultimately, your ego takes over. And that is the beginning of your destruction. When your life cannot be in your own hands, but it in the hands of your ego, it is the beginning of your self-destruction. Mm-hmm. You think um, social media is made lying more acceptable too? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, we're all desensitized to it now, and now we, it, it, it's too far. One, one, it's, one, it's one, it's more acceptable, and two, uh, we've forgotten how to call it out. Like we, 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 we don't well, know how to write it as well because we're, we're all, oh, well, if it, and it's more acceptable, which means more people do it. Right? Oh, well, if he's full of shit, then I can be full of shit and it won't matter. Okay, everyone. And what we've done is created a world where it's okay to be full of shit. And people, are making, people are making millions and millions of dollars off being full of shit. So, um, <clears throat> you know, and then, and then that flows on to, to everyday life, unfortunately, they bring it into the workplace, they bring it into their personal relationships, they bring it into absolutely everything. If catching that big fish that you didn't really catch got your 40,000 likes, oh, well, I got away with that. So from now on, you're a gun fisherman and the next bloke can do the same thing. It's um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, it's made it more acceptable. Not only easier to get away with, but more acceptable to do and but it's As still, it, I still believe it destroys a person doing it in the long yeah, run. Yeah, it does. It does because you never know. You know, a minute, Chris, you said before a pathological lie doesn't know. They had to start off somewhere. So mm. they started off by knowing, right? The, the, and you know, our bodies are uh, uh, fairly wonderful things. We know the minute that something that comes out of our mouth, whether it is something as inane as Santa or as important there's a feeling inside us that knows what comes out of our mouth didn't and that that feeling is generally guilt but over time you'll you'll to get to a pathological stage you'll have built barriers against that feeling Mm, yeah that's where it comes into a point where based on the readings but based on real life examples that i've actually seen you you end up believing that that is your world you don't mm. actually believe that anything you're saying is, but you've you've done so much damage to yourself through either yeah. you've lied all day, so you've come home and drank all night because that's an easy way to forget the lies, you know. You've lied all day, so you, you come home and put whatever you need to up your nose to to cover off. You've created this persona and the, the wall that goes between that, you end up in a reality. The problem is your body dies all the time because those same people that I've seen, they're dying. They're they're rotting from the inside out it's very very sad to see in their brain they don't believe it's a lie anymore i don't i don't think they believe it's a lie anymore. but their body's telling them day in and day out it's something that yeah. we i don't think we're going to really know in the end because we're we're not there right so we've not experienced that we really don't know if they do or if they don't so it's it's I, I think what what cam said what you both said like it obviously starts off small somewhere and i think that's the key thing there nobody well, not that I know, is born a pathological liar, but it starts as a small lie and then that translates into all other areas of our life to which our then character is built upon. And so I think a person will get to a point of starting small, becoming a pathological liar, their character is then built upon that. They don't necessarily know or are oblivious to their lies because their whole life has been a lie. But going back to the social 
going back to the social media thing, um, an interesting thing that I read was, and, and look, one of the things, you know, I'm, I, I'm always saying it like a broken record to, to my kids and other people, not everybody is who they post to be because, you know, everybody's watching Instagram, everybody's watching Facebook, YouTube, all this stuff. And I constantly remind, you know, not everybody is who they post to be. Like Thomas said, yeah, they're in a penthouse one minute and then they go back to their real life. They're living in a caravan in the bush. But our capacity as human beings for dishonesty is as, fundament, is as fundamental to us as our need to trust others. Therefore, ironically, we're hopeless at detecting lies these days. You know, that's the, that's the thing. There's 60% of people lie, you know, and it's a little lie, big lie, but we just don't detect it a lot of the time these days. And so, it, yeah, it's a, it's a really weird thing, isn't it? Like, you think... Well, would you, would you, would, sorry? We all lie. It's more than 60%. There's studies that have done that show 60% of people lied in the first 10 minutes, but that's right. Yeah, yeah. We've already said it. It takes, I don't think there's a... it takes a very strong character not to lie. And, yes. and I think and I think we can make that decision. Mm. It is it is possible to make that decision. Now there's little lies such as Sure, you know, uh, telling your wife that she she looks exactly the same as the, the first day you met her when she was eighteen. I mean, you know, it tastes great, but it's it's a beautiful lie because, and, and sometimes it's not even a lie because if your eyes are hypnotized by that picture of your wife, then why not? Well, uh -huh. but, uh, <laughs> that was a good. Um... I, I think we're just reading about a study where people vomited when they lied to you. No, <laughs> they, they, you, you guys have been using the term pathological lies. We, we need to clarify. There's compulsive lies, people who lie all the time. And those people, when you catch them, they go, yeah, I, I know I was lying, but I can't help it. I, they, they just want to win the game. Uh, uh, okay. Then there's the pathological lie who, in order to survive some trauma in their past, had to resort to this. So for yeah. example, uh, and, and again, this is nothing political because we are in Australia anyway, but Donald Trump, I believe, had to survive Fred Trump, the, 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 the father, and Fred Trump was punishing his, his older brother every day. Every time that there was something bad, he could see that Fred Sr. hated weak people. And so Donald started to tell stories. And as he told stories, he realized that, hold on, dad likes me this way. And so in order to survive not being punished the way that his brother was, he had to resort to using a very different weaponry. And I think that, so unless we deal with the trauma with these people, we can't really help them. I mean, I've, I've seen people who, when they were younger, were totally compared against their uh, younger siblings. The, the, the mother uh, apparently preferred the younger siblings. So they start telling and constructing a story to defend themselves because you have to make sense with yourself. Otherwise, you can't survive the life you have. All right. But let's go back to the, the destruction of lies because people are probably wondering, all right, if I'm lying, I mean, I've seen people who lie and get rich. That's not destructive. And, and, and this is what I would like to really recognize that destruction is not necessarily about financial destruction. Destruction mm -hmm. can be the destruction of your self-integrity, 
destruction mm -hmm. would be the destruction of the map that you use to live in the world. The destruction could be also the social destruction of your entourage because people have to choose whether they want to hang around you or not. Mm. Right? And so if they don't want to hang around you, you have destroyed that. So that's the destruction that I think or I propose to look at. That's so can I just ask you guys, because I've given two or three now, so in what way do you think lying will end up destroying the lie? Mm. Um, I think, I think, I think what people do is they rationalize their lies or, or what they perceive to be true to avoid the inner conflict that they have within themselves. Um, and I think, you know, they become obsessed with their lies to the point where they actually believe their lies so much and then in the long run, it erodes our self-esteem, our self-concept, our self-view, our self-worthiness, how we see each other. And going back to a little bit what I said before, the, 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 the self that we show others, but then the true self of how we actually feel as a human being, which is, you know, we all, I think we're all in some way who we are to each other. Um, in a certain situation, like let's use our, our what we do for work. Not that you change who you are, but when you're in a listing appointment, you become a slightly different version of yourself, a more professional version or whatever, which is what we do to survive. That's what we do for a job. But if you're if you're somebody that tells lies that is bending the truth and and purposely deleting, distorting, and whatever else, then that that um has to erode and and destroy who you are authentically as a person um and that then affects every other area of how we think about ourselves and um does it does that make sense am i going around no, you're starting you're starting to sound like jordan peterson like the more i listen to you the less i understand <laughs> it's it sounds good though which which is fantastic because it now questions my ability to follow you <laughs> But I, I, I guess I guess what you're saying is uh, I understand. There's, for example, a, a true story: a, a, a lady who uh, was in sales and she wasn't doing enough. She was just doing enough to justify her salary, and mm -hmm. uh, she did it for quite a few months. And then suddenly one day, a a good performer joins the team, and he starts to stay later. And and she noticed that he stays later. So she's now trying to get him to her self-view. So she goes, you shouldn't stay here past 5.30. You should go home. Why? Because if you can destroy that person's view of the, the industry, your self-view is intact. And so yeah. when she tried, the other person was strong enough to realize, no, if I want to become wealthy, I understand I have to pay with effort. And so that person starts to really work hard. And now it removes the hiding spot for the this person here who's been lying to themselves for quite a few months. And, yes. and in the end, that person left the industry. Yes, yes. And that's what I mean. Like people, people do this to avoid the inner conflict. Like she could grow and be better or do more, but you know what I mean? And and why do people lie ultimately? They want to elevate themselves and put the other person down. 
it's a survival mechanism you know what i mean it's a it's a yeah i don't know who else has got something <laughs> another effect another effect of lying is uh i think people you, you people are, that are liars emit a certain energy and i think mm. we like who we are like mm. and i think the, the continuation of lies and 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 really starting to live those lies push people away from you and not attract them uh, so, i disagree with you man i have been surrounded by so many lies and i have loved them all and yeah. i've heard by many of them so yeah. no it's not true but they, in the long run are those people still in your life no in the long run once it's off i cut but but that's, that's probably fun. where i'm getting at is in the long run well in the short term but in the long run it gets to a point where those people are alone Okay, mm. in the long run, after two or three decades, yes, I, I get it. All right, mm. I, if you, my next one, I think that lying weakens your psychological strength to admit to the truth. For, so so uh, to give you an example, analogy, if I went to the gym and instead of pumping what I sh I, I'm capable of pumping, which is 200 kilos, bench. Hang on, if you went to the gym, okay. <laughs> Not yeah. when you went. Okay, very, so very, not very, very yeah. good. So instead of doing 200 kilos, I'm, 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 I'm actually doing it with two pens. Well, after a little while, my muscles will atrophy. They will not be able to handle uh, the, the, the heavier weight. And I think that lying is that, is that the more you show your responsibility to the truth and avoid it, the weaker you are to handle the truth. Hmm. Yeah, I think too, like um, lying motivates people to rationalize to themselves their behavior and, and to justify that to, to remain good or to look good. Um, but then when you've morally disengaged from the situation, um, yeah, you, you, you've set your whole foundation upon a lie, you know, and that then they actually, there was somewhere in something that I read, they did a study where a whole bunch of people and they actually got them to simply just wear a pair of counterfeit sunglasses for a period of time and the time went on to a point where the people actually started to feel less authentic in themselves because not that they were actually verbally doing anything or going out to to hurt anybody they simply were told to wear a pair of counterfeit sunglasses for a period of time and just knowing that they had fake sunglasses started to eat away at their own self-belief of who they were and their own authenticity. So just that in itself can show you that that's just a fake pair of sunnies and that's a small thing in, in the whole scheme of things, you know, but that's that's just the so small effect we, of pair of sunnies. How do we convince, so we're in an industry that's full of lies, right, and, and we're in an industry where Lies get rewarded. I just you, you are. I'm not man. <laughs> we're in an industry full of lies, and we're in an industry where lies get rewarded very, very, very handsomely. Right? How do you talk to a 20 year old kid who's just getting in the industry and keeps losing listings to someone who's gone in and told a vendor three hundred thousand dollars more than the house is worth, a million dollars more than the house is worth? 
gets the business and sure the listing sits there for a while but at the end of the day they get a sale how do you convince and then listen when we're 20 when we're 19 stuff you're in a piece mate i just want money 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 right and no one can be um um begrudged for that that's their stage in life and that's that's where they're at so man if I keep going out here every day and I've got to train every day and I've got to do all these calls when really all I've got to do is go out and bullshit to someone about how much their house is worth, why don't I just do that for a while? I'm going to get paid very, very well in the short term and even in the long term. Look, even like you could do that for 10 years in real estate, people still do it. Because I don't know how they keep getting away with it, but they do. So how do we go, oh, look, in 30 years, you're not going to have any friends and your health's not going to be very good and you'll have trouble sleeping. And I, they don't give a shit. They want a commission check. So, so, so hold on. You're asking a few questions. Do you want to know how to convince a 20-year-old or do you want to convince the liar? Well, a 20-year-old not to join the party because when, they, when you're surrounded by them, right, when you, when, we're all in markets, okay? And, and I can say confidently that 70% of the people I compete with, I walk in and they've, the vendor's been lied to if they've been in before me, at least 70%. Okay, I was going to say 80, but I reckon at least 70. Yeah. So, and the easy thing to do, and what most people do do, is join that party. That's why it's 70%. Seven out of 10 agents will go, that seems a lot easier than sitting down in front of someone and presenting for two hours and trying to convince them that you're better than the guy who's just told them their house is worth half a million dollars. Why wouldn't they join the because that's uh, 20. very very good question cam however it's an it's a very old question that's been solved many many times what you have to do is to just become better than the lie you you have to become Thank you. it's too easy to you i want my money i want my money no so, so first of all so first of all you have to speak a very different language you don't have to go down to that style of language you just use so you have to use a different language that is mesmerizing, that is also transferring more trust. Number two, if if the young if the 20-year-old does not have the strength, the inner strength, but is still imprisoned by his ego, it will take a little while before he gets out of his own jail. So you can't do anything. So in the in in the in respect to the, the young 20-year-old, I would say that. The student, until he, he is ready, will never listen to the teacher. Okay, so he needs to go on the road of poverty for a little while. When it I comes to, to poverty, because the lying is working. That's what I'm saying. The lying is working. No, but so he, is lying, but he, he will be destroyed. He will be destroyed because he will have no room in our business, right? So, or mm. any good business. So that's one. No, number two, really. You just have to become better. Mate, real estate is as old as prostitution, right? It's sales. And in sales, there's always two poles. You have the poles of telling the truth, no matter what, and become better and better skilled. And the poles of telling lies. It, this is as old as prostitution, what you're asking. So do you think that in my days when I was listing, there was no lies around me? And I love them. I love them because... At least they came to me as a known quantity. And so all I had to do was to become so much better and set landmines against their behavior. Thank you for coming. Mm -hmm.
And when they started to lie, my seller use, would used to think, yep, I was warned about this. This is funny that this guy is doing this. So I would say that maybe the young dude did not do landmines. Yeah, but mm. I think at the here's hang on, just two seconds, because the, the real answer to the, I believe is this. When I started real estate, I was broke. I was about you. I I I forgot that the real answer, like no, no, no. But I was broke and I had to make money. And it would have been really, really easy to jump on the bandwagon and just lie to get the money. And I probably would have made some money, made some money, but what I wouldn't have done is slept very well at night. Oh, you're talking about inner peace. I'm talking about inner peace, <laughs> TL. We did. Let me bring circles. it back round, brother. Let me bring it back round. I, I, I think. How do I you think... That's what I'm saying. You, you can jump on the bandwagon, and we all had a choice. We all here had a choice. We can jump yeah, on the bandwagon. We can lie and cheat and steal our way to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and even millions of dollars because that's what the real estate can do for you. Or right. you can sleep at night. Yes. Absolutely. That's can. the choice. That's the choice. And and that's inner peace is more than sleeping at night, brother. Yeah, that's a start, man. That's a start. Inner peace, inner peace is that ocean or that calm waters that you transfer to your own children. Yeah. If you are not in a state of inner peace, how can your thought be really balanced for your children? Mm, mm, that's right. It's just more than just resting at night. It, it actually seeps through all of, it is the color. It is that background color that colors your entire canvas for any offspring or relationship that comes on top of it. Exactly, exactly. And listening to what you were saying, I was thinking, you know, we just need to breed better people and instill the values and, and the true breed meaning better. of values. Three bit of people. Well, you know, hey, listen, Hitler tried that. It didn't go. Listen, well. listen, listen. What I mean is, we all have as parents the opportunity to instill values and integrity into our children. Yes, Cam, you're 100% right. Everybody's going to get to a fork in the road at some point in their life where they've got to choose to be honest or they've got to choose to be a liar or, or, or tell a white lie or bend the truth or whatever it is. And yes, depending upon the circumstance and depending on where they're at in life, they're going to make that decision. But we as people can't do anything about that. But they as who they are making that decision have to live with that decision. And, and in the, in the thing in real estate, unfortunately in real estate, it's, it's a huge attrition rate with people coming into the yeah. industry, right? Yeah, I know, and I know. But, but they won't stay the in our offices. That, if they're like that, they won't stay in our offices. That's exactly right. They won't stay in our they office. Can go, they can go to the competition. That's right. They can. And what we know is, and, and thankfully we've been privy to a lot of the information, is people can read generally through the bullshit at the end of the day, you know, and an owner's going to sit there and make a decision. You know, some are going to be blindsided by the, the, the fairy floss and rainbows and higher dollars and all the rest of it. But, you know, people can generally read through the bullshit, I suppose. Yeah, but guys, so what is another form of destruction that um, lies will just cop? Mm -hmm. I've given five. Become the prime minister. They'll become the uh, <laughs> the treasurer. 
All right. I'll give a sixth one. I think that lies will sabotage their own life. Hmm. They sabotage. And sabotage means you're building things you think that are building it right. But at some stage, there is that block that will just be removed and the entire castle will crumble. Castle of cards. I think I think another one too, Thomas, is we hide not only our secrets and tell our lies, but then we build because we've created a story within our head about a situation, a person, this happened and didn't, and all the rest of it. We then build resentments towards other people and other things and other situations. And then that resentment breeds anger, frustration, guilt, and guilt that could have been easily avoided by just telling the truth then becomes shame. And then when it becomes shame, it becomes a whole nother thing, you know? And so it's, the entire destruction of your character. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. Back of that, they probably get caught in a loop and they'll never have the opportunity to really reach their potential and yeah. grow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, all right. Let, let, let's have a look at, so what is our conclusion? Someone is a compulsive lies. And, and this, is, this is a funny thing, you know? I, I know that about there's a survey by the University of Wisconsin that, that's been doing a research on over 100,000 people. And they came up with the fact that 75% of people lie up to two times a day. And, and so hence, I, I have embarked in the last uh, two years, because I'm a highly gullible kind of dude, into the understanding of how people lie to you and, and, and when they do it. And, one, one of the things that I have realized for lies, and I've shared that even with a lot of friends, when you lie, even successfully, that doesn't mean that the other person believes you. <laughs> so you have to, so this is where the liar makes a mistake. He lies thinking, oh, well, I told a lie and the other side bought it. No, 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 no. A, your lie may be good in your eyes, but that doesn't mean that it's been bought. Right? Yes. And when you started to understand it, then you go, hold on, out of 10 lies that I've said, how many were bought? Because one of my favorite things now with lies is I, I like to ask, I have a game I do now with lies, which is to ask them a question about their lie. Because I know that's going to send them into a frenzy of sleepless nights, thinking about how they have to construct a new reality to, to withhold that house of castle that is crumbling. And I love that because they do sleep and they have to think over their lives twice, three times, four times over. And I'm sleeping like a baby. Mm, mm, so, that's it. One my lies will destroy you is Thomas will torture you. He will torture you. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, and I think going, back, going back to a little bit of what we said before, lying allows a person to establish uh, perceived control over a situation. Therefore, they can manipulate it if they think they're in control of it. But I think people do that ultimately because as a human being, one of the hardest things to be is vulnerable and people will avoid that at all costs. You know, and so if I continue the lie, 
I can continue to control or manipulate the situation or have this perceived control or whatever over the situation. And it's all just to avoid being seen for who they really are, you know, and that's the real shame about it. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like having a, it's like having a, a plant that wants to grow, but you, 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 you put it in a small pot, like the size of this, and then you determine its growth. That's, that's how I look at it. You know, like, yeah, that's what you're doing to yourself. So they're using those lies as armor and it protects some, some shortcomings of themselves, the ability they, if they can't do something, they feel they're not good enough. Maybe they need to read a book, NGE. <laughs> Thanks for the black man. So, <laughs> what, what what would be so the, the conclusion? Uh, we we believe that uh, the ability in the lie decreases, but also their mental strength and obviously the the social uh, entourage will dwindle. So, what would mm. be? Let let's leave now with an antidote or a solution for people who are like because they they are people in our closest entourage who will just lie because a lie will do two things, try to come across as a hero or try to come across as a victim. So what will be an antidote that you guys have thought of that could help those people let go of the need to lie? I mean, mm -hmm. I, can, I can think of my father. I mean, the look of my father, and then I go, mate, you don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, 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 let, I, let me start first so that gives you a bit of time. I think that the best antidote for lies are three things. One, he's going to take three. That were my three. Bring, <laughs> one is to use silence. I think that silence is not just good for meditation or remaining calm or regaining calm or listening to your internal soul. I think that silence is very good when you are hit with the envy to lie. When you catch yourself wanting to lie because you want to come across as a hero and wanting the other person to hear you and like what you've just done, it's just to shut the F up. Mm. Because Wait, the, sorry, because, what does F mean in your language? I don't, I don't know. know. What does it mean, Ken? I don't know. What does it mean, uh, Thomas? It, it means Ken. What does it mean? Uh, so so num number two... I'm hungry, I think, Thomas. What does it mean? I'm hungry. Num number two, it means family. So... Number two, you need to work on yourself mm. because mm. quite a lot of people lie because they still haven't made peace with their childhood. There mm. are things in their childhood that ha has happened to them and has driven them to doing that, right? So there's, there's people who, who hate not being a hero anymore because they used to be a... Mm a champion rugby player or champion tennis player and <laughs> I did both very well <laughs> I've got the trophies I've got the trophies they're just over there and I think that number three for me is you have to get a mastermind group someone or some people are going to say that is not acceptable because every single time you get that you now need to question does the person love you if the person loves you so 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 what about the advice and do I want to go to a state where of what they have and, and what they have with their family and their children, how the children behave, or do I want to have what, what I'm creating? And that mastermind group is so, so crucial. 
And a lot of people, they, they don't like a mastermind group that criticize them because that disturbs the ego. And remember, lying is the realm of ego. After all, <laughs> ego constantly lies to you to chain you. That's mine. Mm, nice. Mine nice. is, uh, I don't know if it's an antidote more of a mindset. You've got to keep reminding yourself, no one gives a shit. No one gives an F. What, what is it? Give a what? A family? No one gives a... <laughs> no one gives a focaccia. A focaccia. No yeah. <laughs> <Quite well. laughs> I think uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a level to these things. One thing we, we might have brought out today is there's levels to these things. From the fish you've caught to deep-seated, pathological, soul-destroying lies. There's a level to this thing, but for the most part, in the level, because I don't know too many pathological lies, I know a few, but not too many. You've got to keep reminding yourself, no one gives a shit. Most of us lie for the applause or for the clap or what they think the other person thinks of us. And what we keep forgetting is that they're too busy thinking about themselves to give a shit about you. And, and that's, it's not really an antidote because to get to that point is, is very, very hard. It's actually, it's something I struggle with constantly. But if you could write everywhere and nowhere that no one gives a shit, then you, you might be heading in the right direction because all the Facebook, all the social media, the, the fish you caught, the try you scored, into bigger things. No, but into bigger things. No one cares because they're all too busy worrying about themselves. Nice. That leaves uh, Chris and Lou. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll leave ladies to. Yeah, Chris, Chris needs more time. If no, if, <laughs> if, if you do lie, if you if you are listening and you do lie, I'd say to you, you, you can make the choice to stop. It's a decision, and you know when you're doing it, you can make the choice to say, now, now you don't have to fall on your sword to go and confess your sins to everyone. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is just make that decision not to, to lie anymore or try. And you don't even have to tell the truth. Just try not to lie, as Jordan Peterson says. But in that, the energy that it takes to lie, take that and put it into yourself to be better. That would be the biggest piece of advice I can give you. Mm -hmm. Nice. You came strong. I was going to compl I was going to hammer you for your opening statement, but, but just, just just give it to him, man. <clears throat> His opening statement was a lot of people don't even know when they're lying, and now you're saying you've got. That's to not what I stop. said. So if they don't That's know they're doing it, said. how can they choose to stop, Chris? That's not what I said. Talking about intelligence it's well, not what I said to. We talk about destruction. I don't. Listen, think shut the fakasha up and listen for a second. <laughs> I don't think they know what they're doing. By the, by the way, while you don't know what you're doing and you're completely oblivious to everything you're doing, just it's stop not it. what I said. Just stop I it. Asked you how many people do not know that they're lying? They're going to put I a clip together and it's going to be your first. Oh my god! Life. And they're going to. Lou, what do you think? Shut him up, please. Oh, Chris, 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 be nice. Chris, be nice. You see the three triangles there on, uh, behind? Two of them are pointing at one. I'm still looking for the two triangles that lie because they said they're not a triangle. So we, <laughs> please be, be kind to care. They all identify as triangles, and that's. You can't oh, see the tree oh, the okay. forest. 
All right. The lady of the house will close. Uh, okay. 20 seconds or less. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, look, 18, listening to, what, listening, listening to what you've all just said, you know, I think, I think the most important thing in, and the most rewarding and greatest journey that I have been on myself as a human being is the journey to myself. That's not an easy one. It's a long one. It involves understanding and accepting of loving of who we are. And I think at the end of the day, like what Chris said, choosing to lie or, or, or lying is a choice and a choice that will affect who you are as a person. It will ultimately transform you into a person that won't even recognize yourself, much, much less respect yourself, even worse, the ability to love yourself. And if it's anything that you hold as a value, I know Thomas yours is honesty. One of the true tests of integrity is the refusal to compromise your honor at any price. And I think as a human being, when you can get to that level to choose to tell the truth because you are on an authentic journey to yourself, what are you laughing at, Cam? It's above your head. It's above your head. It's it above your head. He just realized which triangle is a square. <laughs> uh, look at that. Keep going, going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. Um, you know, right. if you, I'm going to break. I'm going to break our protocol this week and allow Ken to close our session. <laughs> you can't stop laughing. I had Denali. You've controlled that world, didn't it? It is up. Um, Santa is real. <laughs> if you're listening, we don't have tenure. I'm gone. I'm gone. Uh, at the end of the day, you're only lying to yourself. It doesn't matter how successful you think you are or aren't. You've still got to go to bed at night. You've still got to crawl into that corner and you've still got to hug yourself to sleep. And that's the worst bit. Um, for anybody on on any level uh, mm. um, you feel it whether it is about a fish or you feel it whether it is about something really important and uh regardless of whether you think you've bluffed everybody else you still got to cry yourself to sleep at night so good luck uh, what about lying if you if you're a family man what about the lies that you teach your children mm. well it goes it starts from uh, everything I read said, oh, it said, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and this will kill you, but it's a, a, a key part of development for children, right? We didn't talk about children and, and children lying. And somewhere along the line, kids go from lying to hopefully not. And there's there's a path in the woods, and I chose a one, whatever, but we don't all end up as pathological lies, right, or compulsive lies or whatever. So... Um, is it monkey see, monkey do, or how do your kids know they're lying until they work it out too late in life with it that you were full of it the whole time? But obviously in, in a relationship, you know, we talk about work and what your friends think of you. Who gives a shit about that? What are you what are you doing to your own family? Like what are you doing to your your own, you know, we we, we went straight from the 20-year-old to 
people with kids know better. The 20 year old doesn't have kids, so they're not gonna they're not gonna see. And that's why I brought it up. I wasn't thinking of anyone in particular, but doesn't have kids, doesn't have a family, and may not even have a close friend group. What have they got to what have they got to lose, you know? Um, and trying to convey that, trying to convey that uh, uh, is very, very hard. And I, I know people, you know, when I was 30, I never thought I'd be 40. And if I was 40, I didn't think I'd have three kids and a family. And I wasn't too worried about the consequences of too many actions. And that that's that's the bit, because it will, at the end of the day, the word is trust. And once trust is broken, it doesn't matter who it is with, it doesn't matter who it is with, you will never, ever get it back to 100%, ever, mm. ever. Mm. And you will always live in some sort of fear and you will always, and that that can't do anything but chew away you, whether it's whether it's a yeah. sore little mm. toe, or whether it's you know uh, cancer or cancer. however it gets you. All right, mm -hmm. thank you very much, Bernie Brown. Um, Cam, you won you won this week. Thank you so much. Well done, CUT. Send you a bottle. <laughs>